What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, we're back. We're live. I am Dave, the IT guy. Today... Oh, man, today. So WikiLeaks, we all know who they are by now, so we don't have to go into all of that. But they released a new set of CIA Vault 7 information. Now, what does that mean? Well, I got to tell you, first of all, it means quite a bit for quite a few different people. So today is all about what's called Express Lane. And what that means to all of us is the CIA had decided to monitor their intelligence partners within the U.S. and from around the world. But here in the U.S., they were monitoring Department of Homeland Security. They were monitoring uh, the FBI. They were even monitoring the NSA, others as well. Now, what does this express lane thing do? What is it? So, the CIA has this tech group called the Office of Technical Service. And their job is to build all the cool spycraft stuff. Miniaturized cameras and hidden microphones and USB drives and creating disguises for their... Um, agents, uh, all the cool stuff that we all think about the CIA, well this Office of Technical Service, their job is to create it, their job is to test it, build it, etc. Exciting stuff, right? Alright, so the Office of Technical Service said, hey, we want to develop this software that we can put onto the computers that we provide our partners. So, let's go through this step by step. The FBI calls CIA and says, look, we need to be able to collect this data on this person, this company, whatever that that target is. Can you give us something that uh, we can do this with and and kind of be covert, right? So, the OTS, Office of Technical Services, we got this for you. So, they send an undercover tech to the CIA or I'm sorry, to the FBI, right? And they put this computer in, and they say, okay, Mr. FBI guy, this computer will help you capture the data on your target. Um, It's got all this cool software here. Let me show it to you. What they don't show them, though, is that they also put a piece of software called ExpressLane onto that new cool computer. So while the FBI is ticking all this other data about their target and collating it and putting it uh, you know onto the computer to, to separate maybe maybe they got some image files some video maybe they got audio right so they're collecting all these different types of data well the CIA says look 
We kind of want to know what you got. Will you share it with us? The FBI says, sure, we'll share this with you. And maybe the FBI only shares a couple pictures or maybe a video. But maybe the FBI doesn't share everything. Well, that doesn't matter because the CIA has this this cool toy, right, this express lane. So they're able to create a hidden partition on that computer. That hidden partition is encrypted. Everything that the FBI has been downloading and collecting has been creating a copy of itself onto this hidden partition, this hidden drive. Now, the next time one of these uh, OTS, Office of Technical Service, uh, agents from the CIA comes and visit Mr. FBI guy and says, Hey, how's it going? Is our computer working well for you? Why is there? He can be all sneaky and stick a uh, USB drive into the computer and transfer all that data over. Basically, just copy it and shove it onto my thumb drive and I'll take it with me. It's all sneaky like, right? It's all spycraft and you don't know that I did it and all that kind of stuff. So, it's effectively it's a way for the CIA to spy on the other spies to make sure that they're getting all the data that the other agencies are getting. Now, the question is, are they supposed to have it? I mean, I don't even want to talk about all the legal questions about uh, your, who your targets are and things like that. Let's look at one simple fact that the CIA is not supposed to be working within the U.S. territory, right? They're supposed to be going after the others. Everybody not Americans, right? Not USA. So, if they're targeting the FBI or the DHS or the NSA or any of these other you know, three-letter alphabet soup agencies and they're collecting their data from them, does that mean they operated within the U.S.? Does that mean they broke their own charter? Did they break the law? I don't know. But uh, it's pretty amazing. I even found, now I can tell you this, this WikiLeaks came out today, which is August 24th of 2017. By 5.30 this morning, I was able to get screenshots of what that express lane, creating a partition, and the part where they copy from that computer and put it onto a secret uh, thumb drive or USB drive is called Exit Ramp. And I've got screenshots. And I put them up on my blog. So if you go to dtig.net, davidthomasindiagolf.net, look at my article called CIA Vault 7 Newest Leaks. You'll see screenshots right there. Check it out for yourself. Now, this particular software, the CIA themselves didn't really write it, right? So there's this company uh, that's called Crossmatch that does biometric security and other security type of software. Uh, coincidentally, and I failed to mention, is that ExpressLane is also targeting biometric information. So if if I'm targeting, say, Procter & Gamble right out of Cincinnati with this new computer system that the CIA bought me, or brought to me at least, I can collect biometric data. So if all these people are signing in and out of the research lab with their iris reads or their thumbprints, right, or some other biometric information, uh, that database is stored somewhere in the network and then it's compared against the scanner at the point of entry. So I'm able to 
collate, okay, hey, this thumbprint belongs to doctor so-and-so or researcher or student, you know, whatever. So uh, very, uh, very detailed information, very scary types of information. So, so CrossMatch, back to them. So CrossMatch, they make all kinds of uh, software designed around security and uh, they sell it to industry as a whole, you know, private and public businesses to help them secure their environments, to help them keep the bad people out. But I got to ask you now, if you know that CrossMatch very specifically built this software for the CIA, and they know that the CIA is used or created these back doors and these other um, pieces like exit ramp. Are you going to trust Crossmatch to come into your company and provide you with biometric or other types of security? Hell no. The first thing I would think of is, you know, now I'm giving them live access to my information so that the CIA also has a backdoor into my company. You've got to be kidding. There's no way. I mean, Crossmatch, I know that you did not want to be outed, and, and today was probably a very bad day for you guys. Um, but I can say that it's only been about uh, 15 hours since this uh data and information has been exposed and I cannot imagine that these 15 hours how bad they've been but I would bet they're going to get worse and if I have anything to do with it and I really don't but for my at least my part of it I'm going to make sure that the companies that I consult with and talk to know that as they're looking for security and biometric uh, security software vendors Crossmatch is not one to consider anymore um and for those of you that might even care, uh, Crossmatch built uh, a device back when we were hunting Osama bin Laden to help make sure that we had positive identification on him. Um, one of their products was help uh, was involved in that entire process. So um, they are a big time company, but man, I, I, I just it amazes me that a company would would knowingly do that. And I guess. Right, they did not expect to get outed by WikiLeaks or that somebody would figure out who they are and how they're involved. But my goodness, so so yeah, today was uh, an interesting day. I think um, mainstream news media has not fully picked up on what's going on and uh, why it's happening and uh, and what they should think about it. But I think over the next um, three to, to five days, it will become uh, more mainstream information. And uh, once it does, I think some some changes, I don't know if I want to say heads will roll, but I think some changes that the CIA might be coming. And I'm sure that um, some mid-level staff members are going to probably take the blame for some high-level people and um, be reassigned or, or fired or you know possibly jailed again. It's They're not supposed to be operating here in the U.S. So I'll be very interested in seeing how that turns out. All right, so I am Dave the IT Guy. It is, uh, what day is today? It's crazy. This week is going by. It's uh, it's Thursday. It's 824 today. So, uh, you know, I've been normally trying to broadcast live on Wednesday nights, uh, 6 p.m. in the east. And uh, what I've been finding is that that is really not a great time. So my schedule will change. Um, for the live shows, you're welcome to uh, to join in. I'll try to put as much uh, notice out as I can via Twitter and my own uh, web page, things like that. Um, and and 
I ask you to participate. But please, even if you don't get to hear this live and you're grabbing this via podcast, um, shoot me an email or send me a tweet at me. I'd love to hear what you think about uh, any of my podcasts or any of my thoughts and opinions. Um, you know, I love, to, I love to talk tech. So if you've got something to say, uh, maybe you've even got a great idea about what we can talk about on the show. And hey, maybe I'll even bring you on the show to talk with me. So uh, feel free to, to send me your, your ideas and your topics and uh, your thoughts and comments. And uh, it'd be awesome. While we're on the topic of that, I would also like to uh, announce a couple things. One is this podcast got picked up by the iHeartMedia folks. So if you have the iHeartMedia app, feel free to go over there and search uh, Dave the IT Guy under podcast. You'll find me. You can uh, subscribe right there. And all of these will automatically load right into your feed, and you can listen to them at your leisure. They're great for uh, car drives. Normally, I try to keep all of these podcasts under 30 minutes so that you can enjoy them over a quick lunch. Um, you can ride in the bus to and from work, whatever, driving in your car, uh, played over speaker, whatever it is that you do when you have uh, 15 to 30 minutes. So I try to keep them small. I try to keep them relevant current to the topics of the day so i appreciate that uh, you join me also if you have the stitcher uh, radio app uh, i was also picked up by them so you can listen as i broadcast live you can listen to me from uh, the stitcher app i broadcast through spreaker S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. So you can uh, check their app out and uh, listen to me live there. Or you can join me in a a text chat room, as uh, many do. And I'll chat with you and uh, we can talk in real time. So, again, lots of options. Uh, iTunes, if you go check out iTunes for any of your Apple devices. uh, My podcast is picked up there. So I am worldwide. You can also hear me live out of the Cincinnati radio market on uh, iHeartMedia's 700 WLWAM station. They are 50,000 watt uh, flame-throwing radio. So we're heard over the air in your car or in your office in about 28 states in live real time. So you'll catch me randomly uh, as a guest commentator for the Morning Drives Time uh, people. Uh, mostly Scott Sloan, who's on from uh, 9 to noon Eastern Time, and then Rocky Boyman, who's on from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time, are usually the two shows that I'm featured on. So so right on. Join me there. Go check them out, too. Uh, if you like political talk and uh, and you're you know more conservative type person, you got to check out Rocky Boyman. Now, if the name sounds familiar, he used to be a linebacker for the Indianapolis Colts uh, back when he and Peyton and the rest of them won their first Super Bowl ring. So uh, he's also on the air with us. And uh, he is one hardcore uh, conservative guy he loves to talk politics uh, he loves trump he loves all things uh, republican but he's intelligent he's fun uh outside of the politics you know he's just a great guy great family and uh yeah so go check out his show uh scott sloan man he's been around something ww for a while he's in the morning and he's a little bit more um uh, you know, I don't know how I want to describe him, but his show is very direct, right? He, he'll go after a show, and it doesn't matter if one day he was supportive of 
one side of the fence and the next day he was supportive of another side of the fence he tries to be realistic so as he has his guests or his topics uh he kind of hits it right in the middle and decides uh you know then and there what he believes and what he thinks is right and that's the point of view he'll present so uh, so Scott Sloan, Rocky Boyman, 700WLW.com uh, is their website. You can stream it live from there. Uh, the iHeartRadio app with me as well. You can just search 700WLW. You can search Rocky Boyman. You can search Scott Sloan. You can search Dave the IT Guy. I mean, good Lord, you can't miss us. I'm on Twitter at uh, DTigSensi. That's David Thomas India Golf. Charlie, India, Nancy, Charlie, Yankee, D-T-I-G-C-I-N-C-Y. That's me on Twitter. So last before we go, we've uh, we've got about another um, 10 minutes or so. Let's talk a little bit about some other news that came out today from the tech world. And that's uh, some new uh, viruses and some new uh, ways for you to get infected. Now, the the news today isn't so much that a new virus came out. That happens every day. What is really scary today is the method of delivery of the new type of, of virus. And what I mean by that, some researchers over at Mimecast found that I can send you an email. And in that email will be a link to whatever, right? Well, that's not new. You're going to say, hey, Dave, the IT guy, I know about viruses on my email. I know not to open the attachments. I know not to click a stupid link. Come on, fool. Well, here's the rub. So they found a way using cascading style sheets and HTML5 to send you an email that might not even have any link in the body. Or it might send you to a legitimate website. And so it gets past all of your spam filters, your content filters, right? Um, It gets past all that, and it sits in your inbox for a day or two. Well, they have found that because cascading style sheets are hosted remotely, so if you have a server built that way, usually the CSS code is hosted somewhere else on that same server or even on a different server well they figured out that if you create an email right and i create this link in the email i can then after a day or two or even just a few minutes once i'm sure that the email has been delivered to you i can then go and change the source code of the css which will then automatically change in your email so you'll still see the link that says come to Dave's website, right? And you click the link two days ago and it was clean and happy and you came right to uh, to my podcast. But then you forwarded that to somebody else because they want to hear all about Dave, the IT guy. Well, now the CSS has been changed. You forwarded an email that you know is good. It's all hunky-dory. And now the person you sent it to is clicking on a bad link. Or even you clicked it a couple days later because you forgot what the URL is. So you went back and revisited your email and you clicked it again. And this time it comes up to a fake Dave the IT guy site. And now you're infected. So they're able to bypass content filtering. They're able to bypass um, uh, antivirus and malware uh, 
filters. They're even able to bypass firewalls and zero-day filters because when they first send you the email, nothing's wrong. They're waiting for that email to sit in your mailbox a day or two, have all the scans happen, have it marked as safe, and then they change it remotely while it's still sitting in your inbox. Now, what we know from Mindcast, and by the way, you'll be able to find this story over on my blog at uh, dtig.net. Uh, check it out. I'll be uh, writing about that here just shortly and posting it up. But um, they found that it only works with clients. So like Thunderbird, which is a Mozilla client, right? Or uh, the obvious, the Outlook clients. If you use a physical client to check your email and to, to send and receive email, that's where this happens because the clients is what stores the mail and then proactively goes out and checks for updates like CSS and things like that. If you use a web-based client, like you know, you just log in to gmail.com through your interface, right? Or maybe you have Office 365, so you just log into the portal.office365.com website. Or maybe you have your your email from your company, right? And you just log into whatever website your company tells you to log into to check your email, right? All of that is perfectly safe because your web browser doesn't go out and update CSS. It doesn't look for those server-side uh, include type of commands. So if you have browser-based email, you're in good shape. If you have client-based email, there's really no way right now to, to know that this happened, right? There's no way to know that the link you're about to click on was changed overnight or yesterday or 10 minutes ago. Um, it's very scary. Now, Mimecast has indicated they have not seen or are not aware of any of these types of emails out in the wild. The exploit was found by a security researcher, not a black hat. The exploit was reported to several um, email um, providers, you know, the Googles of the world, the Microsofts of the world, uh, Yahoo and others, right? So they provided this information. But uh, as of this second, um, this was only found just days ago. So as of now, there's no known way other than do not check your email with a client. Check your email with the browser to, to help save yourself. So crazy, huh? Interesting, crazy, uh, man. It's it's amazing how people sit back and think of all these different ways to to get us right, and then we have to think of you know five different ways to figure it out right, so we don't get gotten. All right, well that's going to just about do it for this episode of Dave the IT Guy, um, CIA, WikiLeaks, you know Vault Seven. Uh, it's all right there on my website. Come check it out, dtig.net. Uh, it's all there. You can hear these podcasts and others. Uh, right there live from my site uh, as we said before uh, iTunes um, Stitcher iHeartMedia app if you're trying to find me and you can't, you didn't look too hard because I'm everywhere on the internet I want to say thanks to all my good friends around the world who send me emails and ideas about uh, storylines and uh, uh, they want to debate a little bit about uh, who knows what and who did what and uh, I can't say thanks enough to all those people for joining in. 
and sending me those uh, emails to keep me honest and to keep me on the uh, leading and or bleeding edge of security and tech. So until next time, yeah, listen to me. Uh, I am Dave the IT Guy. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.